Something was in the law's drink tonight. He was animated. Oh boy. Listen to this episode all the way through. Here are sleepers, busts, rookies, must-drafts, and value picks for this season. Rosterupmedia.com. Listen, like, follow on everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, even TikTok. Outstanding. We are literally just going to jump into today's episode. The main segment today, sleepers, values, rookies, must draft players, and busts. Everybody, real quick, follow rosterupmedia.com. We're adding the Steelers podcast. Check out the new show to hear our boy Andrew Torres, good friend of the show, talk about the terrible towels. Now we're just going to get literally right into things. Ooze, it's news time. Oh, let's get it. Let's go. It is news time, baby. We are talking injuries, updates, and hard knocks. I'm going to start with hard knocks, right? So uh, hard knocks has started with the Dallas Cowboys um, on Tuesday. And, man, I am hyped. First of all. It's past my bedtime at 10 o'clock. I am 30 years old. I am getting old. But it is fun, okay, to see the football team back. We are we're getting closer and closer to opening day, and Hard Knocks just prepares us for that, right? So, um, man, there's a lot of things going in the camp that I'm liking. Even though it's the first week, Dak, he's a competitor, man. Like, I, I'm – like – See, baby, I mean, I, I can see why you guys kind of like this guy, kind of not. But, you know, this guy doesn't want to leave the field, you know, like you Dak, said. Dak, he, Dak, Dak, Yeah, Dak. man. Like, he, he's out there, you know, the shoulder thing or the arm thing happened. And he was like, why are you guys still taking me out? I, I still want to play. You know I mean? I still want to practice. I won't throw, but I, I want to practice. So uh, that's hyping us up, man. I know, I know the law over there not 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 liking my uh my zeke in shape thing but that boy is eating eating kale now you know what i mean i'm glad he's eating against the dallas cowboys like 20th and worst defense for the last five years goodness i understand i'm just talking about the player here okay the physique okay of zeke okay he's looking sharp Zeke, right. Zeke, 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 he's Zeke. Wearing a, he's not even wearing no cutoffs, you know, to show the stomach. He's wearing hoodies to get the sweat on. You know what I mean? Um, he's looking He's looking dangerous. CB Lamb, all right? That man might be a problem again this season. Didn't see a lot of Mario Cooper. Um, didn't see a lot of Michael Gallup. A lot of, a lot of CB Lamb this week that we saw. Um, so... Keep that in mind. He's looking looking real sharp, looking a lot more comfortable. Rookie last year, you know, his sophomore uh, year this year, I might have to even change him um, as a sleeper this year. You know what I mean? Just because I don't want to overhype because, you know, we're having football back, but, man, he's looking good. So, yeah, that's, that's a little bit about the hard knocks. You know, HBO, HBO Max every Tuesday. Uh, check it out. Always a good time watching hard knocks. 
So, into news, some bad news. Um, Baltimore Ravens, Bateman, the the rookie wide receiver that they were liking camp. He had a groin injury last week, and he's having surgery. And supposedly, this is not too bad. He's supposed to return um, sometime in September. But and also, it's good because the new ruling of uh, the NFL is you don't have to uh, put someone on IR and wait the whole six weeks. I think this is a three week thing now, which is great. Um, So, you know, for those who are looking to draft that rookie, um, it's more like a stash and grab there uh, at probably like 10 and below. Um, So we'll have to, you know, monitor that and see what's going on with that. Um, Who else? Taquan Smith of the New Orleans Saints. You know how Michael Thomas is out. That's one of the wide receivers that we're looking at. Again, maybe in the 8, 9, 10 range. Um, we don't know who's the quarterback yet. It's in Tyson Hill, James, James Wilson. Um, just know that James Wilson cannot be doing those running back drills anymore. All right. Twitter is going crazy. He out here tripping, literally tripping. All right. It's looking bad out there. Um, James Conner out of Arizona. Got put on the COVID list. This is this is getting bad out here, people. All right, this like Delta. We ain't talking about the airline. We're talking about the, the variant. Okay, it's it's getting real out there, right? So James Conner on the COVID list. People have to understand. You know, when you catch COVID, I have never had it. God forbid. I'm vaccinated. What could it be? Um, there's a there's a real real uh effect on your lungs you know what i mean effect on your body your body aches you got you know headaches all that stuff but breathing is one of the worst things they attack like the lungs so when you talk about a running back james connor on a, on a on a covid list his quarterbacks it takes time to get back right so you know he's he's gonna be the rb rb2 over there but still you know if you're looking for a handcuff james connor is not not it we're going to get to my Colts. You know what I mean? That blue and white. Carson Wentz looking to play for week one. Gene Marseille came out today, said they were not going to rush him. Uh, kind of make sure he's 100%. So that first week, it might be Easton or uh, Ellinger. Don't know yet. Um, the rookie out of the Jets. Is he a rookie? I think he's a rookie. Or second-year player. Um, Elijah Moore going under MRI today. He had a pull quad at practice. Um, am I really worried about that? I'm not picking anybody from the Jets, okay? <laughs> I don't think Lance is either, and he's a Jets fan, right? No. Nope. So <laughs> we're not even we're not I'm even like the anti-homer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I might be picking up, like, three of them this year. You know what I mean? So off the Colts, not, not, not the, you know, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. You know what I mean? So, um yeah, he's going on the you know uh, uh, MRI today after practice. Pull quad, see what happens. Um, Lance, uh, how's uh? I just want to put in there. How's uh Zach Wilson looking? I, I mean, I, they like his arm strength, but that's about it. Okay, so he's trash. Oh, so um, the he Jets... was trash before they uh, drafted him. <laughs> <laughs> he was not the guy I wanted. I wanted Justin Fields. Oh really? Yeah. Yes, I did. Oh man, he might he. There's an open QB there, uh, QB uh competition there supposedly. Um, also talking about QBs, 
Trevor Lawrence, he is also in a open uh, QB competition with Gardner Minshew. Um, we thought, you know, just like just like Zach Wilson, and you know, situations like Trey Lance and Justin Fields, a lot of them are going with the veterans, saying, "Hey, they're they're not the number ones; they're, they're the twos. But uh, Trevor Lawrence, is the number one overall pick in last year's draft, or you know, they're saying he's in open competition with Gardner Minshew, which I think is the right thing. Um, but we'll see on that. It's the it's the Jag, so we'll see how Urban Meyer does over there. So for me. That is it for the news. Hey, we got two preseason games tonight. Super excited about that. We got Eagles and versus the Patriots, I believe. And then we have the Cardinals and someone else tonight. So four games. I mean, two games. But super excited for about that tonight. Try and see Tua. Try and see my man Cam. Um, yeah. uh, I know Mac Jones switches his number from 50 to 10. But, yeah, that's it for the news for me. As always, thank you. Thank you very much for the news, Ooze. Um, so we're just going to get into this. We got a couple picks. We got two picks each for sleepers, values, rookies, must draft players, and busts. We're going to define each category and then basically, you know, say our picks and kind of discuss why we picked them. And obviously, we'll have the other two kind of chime in on the picks that we chose, that each other chose. So uh, this is a very typical segment anywhere you go where you listen to fantasy football. And so, uh, you know, if you type this into Google, you'll get a lot of hits. You'll get a lot of different um, places you can go find sleepers, busts. That's like one of the main things you're trying to find, you know, each season. Who's that person that you chose in the 11th round who's going to bring you to, you know, your football championship like Last year's Justin Jefferson, you know, the one of the best, you know, rookie performances for a wide receiver, you know, maybe of all time, maybe, I don't know, but one of the best. So we encourage you, you know, go make your own sleeper picks, make your own bus picks, uh, plant your flag on players. That's basically what we're doing. And we've talked about it all season where you create these narratives in your head for different players. And that's all we're doing here. We're basically doing the same thing. So let's jump into this. Uh, I'm going to have Lance kick us off by defining what a sleeper is, and then Ooze can define a, a value pick. All right, yeah. So for a sleeper, I'm looking for anybody after the 10th round, assuming that for the first 10 rounds you were filling out most of your roster um, and your flexes. So anybody in the 11th through the 16th, is really where I'm targeting sleepers. And that's where we're taking value, guys that we see value at those positions that can pop off for us, guys that we don't have to worry about picking up from the waiver wire because we snatched them during the draft. Um, so think last year's Miles Gaskin or possibly Justin Jefferson as a rookie. Um, should I go into my two picks and then we're going to do that or are we going to go straight through the definitions? We'll go through the definitions first. Yeah. Okay. So for me, value picks are picks that are um, almost steals in a kind of way, right? Like, you know, we, we get, um, let's get a Robbie Anderson in a seventh round. You know, I think his ADP is at him at six or five, or whatever it be. So we're getting um, a good output of points. We're, we're predicting a good output of points at a very high round. That's a value for me. That's that's where I can get 
hey, you know, I'm going to Audi, you know, I mean, I'm going to uh, Audi supermarket and I can grab this bread for, you know, $2 cheaper than ShopRite, right? That's that's where we're looking at value and uh, ADP versus fantasy output. That's where we have we equal the, the value. Next up, our rookies. Uh, I was getting a little heat with this in the pre-show before we started recording about me defining rookies. I mean, it it is what it is. It's literally players that just came from college and just got drafted. But we're going to highlight some rookies that we think are going to make, you know, a fantasy impact. Obviously, there's a lot of people that got drafted. Not all of them are going to be, you know, super fantasy relevant, but we're going to give you some picks that are relevant. And then Lance, the law, you got must drafts and ooze. You're going to finish it up with the bust. Yeah, so must drafts to me are people who you target throughout the draft. As long as they fall into the round that you're looking for, you may reach for them. Even if they're around below, you see that person still sitting there and you want to grab them because you want them on every team that you may be drafting that year. Um, Last year is Michael Gallup for me. That worked out splendidly. He sat on my bench and then got cleared off to waivers within five weeks. Uh, So this year we're trying to turn that back around. Uh, but that's what those must-haves are. People, doesn't matter what round we're talking about, but ones that you want on your team in every scenario and possibly reaching just because you want that player, because you believe in their worth. Yeah, and, you know, those busts, and let's, you know, let's just talk about it, right? Busts are those players that we drafted that does not, one, live up their ATP, two, just suck, and three, you know, they're not giving us our points that we wanted, right? So, or even expected. So when we talk about bust, that's what we're talking about. Those players that don't meet up to the expectation, completely flopping and kind of ruining our lineup every week. So. Outstanding, guys. All right, let's get into this. We got uh, sleepers up first. Uh, Lance, why don't you roll through your two? Yeah, so the two sleepers I'm looking at are players who – in the drafts that we've been doing and in the AADP are coming in 10th round and later. First one I'm looking for is Miko Hardman. Um, I may be down on him as a total wide receiver. I never pick him before the 10th round or before the 11th. We've seen him go in the 11th and the 12th round. He is definitely becoming the number two wide receiver out of KC and Despite the Super Bowl, we're hoping that he has better hands in the, the catching area. <laughs> the other one I'm looking for is Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore is a rookie out of Arizona. I'm looking for him to step up into the th- wide receiver three, if not wide receiver two in that situation. I know they have Kirk. I know they have somebody who can take the top off, but that guy does not get enough targets. And I'm thinking when they're double teaming, when they're double teaming Hopkins, and there's no Julio there, he didn't get to Arizona. We're looking for Rondell Moore to take those targets away from, from pushing the ball in there. And we know Kyler Murray's going to get the ball out. It's just a matter of who's going to be there to catch it. And I'm looking for Rondell Moore there. So that's a rookie you can take even late as the 15th and 16th round if you see him still out there. Uh, I'll go next, and then Ooze, you can finish up. Uh, any comments on his picks, Ooze, before we jump into mine? Uh, 
No, I, so uh, Ronda Moore, I, I, I don't know too much about Ronda Moore. Um, I just don't like the Chris Kingberry's uh, offense as much because you have, you know, Donja Hopkins there, Christian Kirk there. And then for me, the third option is already uh, Colin Murray, right? <clears throat> so, for, you know, the. I think we just lost Ooze, everybody. Some little technical difficulties, but uh, I will say I agree with your McCall Hardman pick. I think he could be very valuable in the late rounds. And Rondell Moore, just like he was about to say, basically, I don't know too much about him, but oh, he's back, everyone. We can't hear you, but you're back. But anyway, I'm just going to finish my take real fast and you can get back to what you're saying. But uh, he basically, I don't know too much about Randall Moore, but I think I'll have to start, you know, doing my due diligence on him. No, yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah. So my thing was, it was more of just the weapons in front of him. I do like how Lance said he, if he can make that, that transition from uh, wide receiver three to two, that gives him a very big chance. And you also don't know if he makes that wide receiver two and D hop goes down. That's huge, right? That's what Lance is trying to get there. That's, that's a huge uh, pickup when you talk about 10th and beyond in the rounds. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you can catch him in the 15th or 16th, that would be a pick that would be useful in that situation. Um, Cause Kirk, Kirk is just not a wide receiver one. He is, he's definitely, He's definitely um, just to take the top off the defense. He does not run crisp routes. He does not have the hands for it. What about, so, you? What about you, Andrew? So my two picks, I know Lance ain't going to like one of them, but one is Michael Gallup, and then the other one's Joe Burrow. I'll touch on Joe Burrow first. I kind of like where he's headed trajectory-wise just because you added Jamar Chase second you know year hopefully he doesn't hit the sophomore slump you've got joe mixon healthy back now this offense (laughs) is going to be new and improved hopefully you just get you know production and he was looking good before he went down you know towards aco so he kind of just falls deeper and deeper in drafts you're getting to the point where you know you take you take a look at these uh, quarterbacks kind of like uh, Colin Murray, who was drafted real late last year. And now he's, you know, up, you know, maybe QB three or four sometimes off the board. So I think Joe Burrow has that potential to maybe replicate what Kyle Murray did last year and kind of, you know, take a tear jump and be boosted up into, you know, another type of, you know, fantasy relevant quarterback who you're not, you know, drafting in the seventh round or eighth round next year. And that's mainly because of, you know, this offense is just, you know, taking a steps. They're putting pieces around him to make him look better. Are you trusting, um, are you trusting that, uh, that me of his? Did you put a filter on your <laughs> You do that on purpose? Are <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you. <laughs> you literally sound like the devil right now. <laughs> yeah, you sound like the devil from South Park. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Scarborough. Oh, Saddam. <laughs> <laughs> no, my bad. Um, I I have like so my computer setup. I have like a lot of USBs, and I have like a multi switch below my uh, desk. So my my knee hit the switch and kind of like reset everything on my stream deck and all that stuff. So that's why it, I just looked and it was on for some reason. So that was weird. Sorry about that. <laughs> the devil's ain't here. <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> So what I was saying is, do you trust Burrow and his knee? You know what I mean? Like, reports are coming out saying that he doesn't trust his knee a little bit. He kind of needs more time. But, you know, he had to hit the ground running. You know, he has to get that first hit, maybe get that first hit out of him to feel comfortable. Um, and- a lot of players can bounce back from injury, and that's what, you know, I'm hoping here. But I'm trying to think of a good example, like – Adrian Peterson, no, he's a freak, though. He, he can do whatever he needs to do. Didn't Cook, like, tear something? Or did he just uh, get, like, minor injury? No, I think Cook also uh, tore his ACL. So, like, that's a prime example where now he's, what, the second, literally the second pick off the board sometimes, <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe the first. So. Yeah, but he wasn't last year, at the year he came back. And, and it's a little different with the running backs where you can try and you're always running. So either you're out there running or you're not out there running, but a quarterback, I'm always afraid of catching the carry uh, Collins. I'm always afraid of them. When carry Collins broke his jaw that one year and he was oh, never yeah. the same quarterback again. I'm always afraid of quarterbacks who get those hits. I don't think it's going to really deter him. I had him on my list as a bounce back player, but it is definitely one of those ones that you want to keep an eye out on through camp. Yeah, I, like I, I agree with Lance here. I think he'll be a good bounce back player um, to see how he does. You know, he might have that game that he had the first game of the year against the Chargers, you know, 36 attempts when he completed 23 passes for 193 yards and an interception. That's a rookie, you know what I mean? But then he bounced back on the Browns with three touchdowns, no interceptions and three and 316. So, you know, you're looking for those when you talk about Joe Burrow and get him so deep, deep, deep in the draft. And then my other one was Michael Gallup. I think, you know, obviously losing Dak last year, the story of the Cowboys, you know, not the good defense, all that jazz. <clears throat> Before Dak went down, I think he, I've read a stat, he was averaging 70 something yards per game. And that's, you know, with Cooper and CD Lamb playing. So, A, you know, I picked someone from my team. B, red hot offense. C, Dak's back, hopefully healthy, hopefully don't have to deal with, you know, no foot problems. He's kind of like dependent on Michael Gallup doing well, obviously. So I'm trusting in the offense to carry like enough yards and enough production for Gallup to produce basically to be, kind of like a wide out fantasy wide out too. And, you know, you're getting him like sometimes in the 10th round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I agree um, because, you know, people, when they talk, when they look at uh, Cowboys, I think they're looking at CB land. They're looking at Zeke. They're looking at Amari Cooper and, you know, because of CB lamb and how he is so dynamic in the slot, they're kind of forgetting the second outside guy in the Michael Gallup, right? <clears throat> Remember, like you were saying, um, Dak in his first four games 
is the first player to average 450 passing yards in the first four games of the season. You know, it, can he replicate that? I think more like when I talk about the Cowboys, I think those are more of those are the comebacks, right? They were coming back because they were down a lot, bad defense. But, he, you know, regardless of what it is, he was averaging 450 first four games. So those four plus 400 plus yards, they got to go somewhere. And I think Michael Gallup is it's a, it's a great pickup in, you know, later rounds um, to grab those uh, yards. And news, what's uh, your sleeper picks? So my sleeper picks, um, I got my boy. He's not my boy. I'm not really an Eagles fan, but Dallas Gollard. Um, I, I think with the whole situation that happened this year uh, with Zachers, Carson Wentz, um, Dallas Gollard kind of moved up to the, you know, tight end one kind of. Um, I think Nick Sirianni is going to run the two tight end set. Um, but with the younger faster tight end that have been homegrown for the past two years. Dallas Gall is going to be up there. Um, he's also, you know, reports from camp is that uh, Jalen Hurts is really targeting him, loving loving the relationship between those two. But also remember, Zach Hurts hasn't been injured. He's still there. So they're going to be splitting reps. When I saw Dallas Gall last year, his first – First four games, right? Very wishy-washy. Eight receptions, 101, 101 yards. Four against uh, the Washington football team. Against the Rams, four receptions, 30 yards. Bengals, one reception, seven yards. One reception, 15 yards against the Cowboys. It, it was really wishy-washy. Again, you, you know, it was a bad offensive line, bad offense altogether, right? We can we can name we can list down everything when it comes to um, the Eagles problems. Then I guess when they started fixing it was week 10 and up four for 33, a touchdown five for 77, a touchdown seven for seven. We're not, we're getting, those are, those are, you know, tier two borderline tier one type of games. Right. So he's his ADP, I think is like tight end 16, maybe. So, I think, you know, when you look at it, you're looking for a tight end, you've been probably pumped on it. Look out for Dallas Gallard. He, he's going to get you those points, I think, this year. Um, I can dig it. Yeah, you know, I just feel like a second-year quarterback with a full start, you got to pick someone around your age. I think Jalen Hurts is going to really target him this year. My second one is my man, Will Fuller. Nobody's giving this guy a chance. And I don't know why he was great, great in the, at the Texans, right? But those got those guys got problems, right? They had the whole um, line issue. JJ leaving um, defenses like defensive players leaving left and right. He will go off, and nobody and nobody's gonna say anything because he he got used for a lot of um, over the top, almost like a Christian Kurt. Went over the top, um, not a lot of routes till his last year at the Texans. Now he's at the Miami. Now he's with uh, Tua that's going to rely on more slants. Um, Devontae Parker is there. Jay Waddle is still is, is the rookie. Love him, Camp. But I don't think he's going to beat uh, – I don't think um, Waddle is going to beat Fuller for that wide receiver two spot. Also, 
Devontae Parker is very injury prone. So that rotation of one, uh, wide receivers are going to be in and out. And I think the most consistent one would be Will Fuller. We're looking at a guy who scored eight touchdowns. Or sorry, no, not eight. Six touchdowns in his last five games. He's going to be a great player at 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 uh, at Miami. I think you you know you can get him probably um, round eleven and below, and really stash him and use him a good flex. Is he suspended for a couple of games? Uh, I don't think so. I, I, I could just. I swore I saw like he was suspended or something. He, I thought he did something stupid. But anyway, I do like the Wolf Filler pick. Um, I love those. And I think Ooze does as well. Robbie Anderson's, Wolf Fuller's, Deshaun Jackson back in the day. These guys that kind of can just have monster I, I games. I like Deshaun Jackson. Huh? He was more over, he's a lot with over a top, like top of a wide receiver. Like he's a, you know, bust the top of a defense type of guy. But, yeah, everybody else, yes. Yeah, those type of guys that could just flash in a game, yeah. basically. Just like, I don't know, like a 70-yard bomb for some mm-hmm. strange reason in a game. Um, nice when he's in the lineup. But my problem is you'll go into a game and he'll be questionable. They say he should be playing for the game. You literally go in and you find out a minute into the game He's not playing. <laughs> that is that his yeah his availability is and, and that's why I was saying like even with Devontae Parker, you know, um, Waddle, there that rotation of wide receivers are going to keep going. They're going to flux. You know what I mean between one, two, and three. You know because they Devontae Parker and Will Fuller are very injury prone. So again, and when they are available, they're great flex picks. All right, next up are value picks. Um, Ooze, why don't you just continue? Give us yours. Oh, damn, you guys love me talking, huh? So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go start off with a value pick here. Um, I'm loving this player. I think he, you know, he has – my player is Robbie Anderson. My first player is Robbie Anderson, right? So, Robbie Anderson came from the Jets to Carolina. He called up his boy, Sammy D. So, I go, Sammy D., Come on, come on down. Okay. Carolina is great. You don't got to deal with those guys up in uh, New York. How are you going to call yourself a New York team and your, your stadiums in New Jersey, right? <laughs> come on. Like, let's, let's be real. All right. He's like, yo, we got a good organization here. Matt Rule came in college. Great, great uh, culture. Come on down. And my boy said, yeah, I'm coming down, man. You know what I mean? I'm coming down. I'm going to throw you some touchdowns there, too. All right. So Robbie Anderson, his ADP is at 80. So he's sitting about, you know, the sixth, seventh round. I, I love it. 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 This guy will get you points, right? He was his first four games. I always like to go for four games because, you know, when, when we talk about fantasy, we're trying to draft for that's that's first four games, that first quarter of the season, right? If you can replicate what he did last year to this, it's money, right? Money. Six six receptions, 114. Nine receptions, 109. Oh, and that first game was with a tutty, right? We went back, you know, got, went against the uh, Chargers, five for 55. Then we went against the Cardinals, eight for, eight, uh, eight for 99. Eight for 112. That's the type of production we need. We, if we can duplicate that and grab him at around six, seven, eight, 
that's a great RB uh, wide receiver three flex that he can just you can just uh, just lock in every week, right? Just lock it in every week. I think he was the like going in the tenth round last year, maybe the eleventh. I yeah, was. Dude very like that's my sleeper last year i was yeah, trying to target him and absolutely he, i kept getting sniped i was very mad and now this year like <laughs> it makes total sense that he's a quote-unquote value because he's risen in his adp but he probably is going to outshine that hopefully as your you know wide out three yeah. like flex like you were saying yeah like his, his adp is that is that sixth or seventh round you know what i mean that's like that's crazy to me because of the fact that He's in a better – I feel like he's in a better situation when you go, we talk about the Carolinas, right? You got Christian McCaffrey talking up the rock. You got um, – I, I was, I was going to say Corey Davis out there. Talking, I think, yeah, Corey Davis there talking up the rock on the other side. So it's not it's not Sam Donald and Robbie Anthony doing it all by themselves again like they did at the Jets, right? So Robbie Anthony, my number one value pick. Might be drafting him in every draft. He might even be my must draft. You know what I mean? Like, um, actually, yeah, I am going to change. I'm going to put him on the last draft because he, he's just absolutely just killing it. Corey Davis is on the Jets. I don't know who else you're talking oh, so, about. Yeah, so that's what I thought. I thought Corey Davis, like, I was like, I mean, it's just related, right? But um, yeah. <laughs> um, David Moore. There we he's go. On, yeah, there we go. So that's my first must pick. I mean, value pick. Michael Thomas. It is... <laughs> Michael Thomas, a.k.a. Slant Boy, is my uh, next value pick. I earlier well, let's, in, let's start off. Where are you seeing him ADP right now? His So let me double check his ADP. I'm pretty sure his ADP has dropped tremendously, right? His ADP was probably, oh, my God. I hope God. it's at 300 because I don't know. His, <laughs> his ADP right now is 62, right? So he's going as fifth is, round. Yeah, he's going to fifth round. So somewhere um, around where Robbie Anderson is going, you know, his ADP used to be 20, maybe higher. Um, the reason why I do this is almost is, is more of a stash and grab type of thing, right? He's going to he's not going to play the first probably five games. Again, when we talked about it earlier, we don't know who his quarterback is, but he is the best player on that team so grabbing him in round six seven maybe eight because i know a lot of people very do like shine like just shun the injury you know also the the relationship between sean payton and him they're clearing that up excuse me um so for me this season I'm, i'm i might be dropping him around that seven eight and then keep it on my bench till he's ready to go later in the season. I'm, I'm going to really just stash him for that late playoff push. Lance, we're going to save yep. the Michael Thomas comments yep. to a later segment. About it. We'll get back to that, everyone. So I'll go next with my values, and then, Lance, you can go after that. I'm loving this Zeke. I'm loving how he is just – falling to the back half of the first if you're in the back half and zeke shows up there draft him it's gonna be a value it's it is it is (laughs) i won't listen to you guys his adp is nine 
nine, <laughs> 9.7. So he's he's going off at the ninth pick, almost close to the tenth. That's not oh my god, this guy. Now yeah, I'm not me. even doing this because I'm a Cowboys fan that I have back-to-back sleeper and value picks Cowboys. I'm just doing it because of how I evaluated things. Again, <laughs> we've got a lot of positive things for Michael Gap, and we have a lot of positive things for Zeke. They're either throwing the ball or they're running it. They can't be doing both at the same time. <laughs> that wide it's, receiver three's got to be losing something. Something. But with Zeke at pick nine, 10, <laughs> 11, even eight sometimes, like just, oh, just I'm take snagging it. I'm now, snagging that. I want to compare this to um, one of those years. It was Gurley. Gurley had a great, I guess, rookie season, kind of fell off maybe a year or two after that. And then he had that bounce back year. <laughs> I'm hoping for something like that because in the rough league, me and Uzu's league of record. That was the year I drafted Todd Gurley. I was pick number 12. So I had back-to-back picks and we just started doing keepers and I picked him in the second round. Thank goodness. Cause you couldn't pick anyone the first. So long story short, Gurley mm-hmm. falls to the 12th pick or whatever in the first round. And then he happened to just go off that year. He didn't produce after that, you know, since, but, that's the type of mentality or, you know, wishful thinking that I'm hoping here goes with Zeke. People are just down on him because, you know, you lose Dak, you, the offense goes down a little bit. You know, we had Ben DiNucci throwing the ball at some point in there. Mm -hmm. So we have a healthy Dak, you know, he's slimming down. I love the slim talk. He's eating kale. And for someone who was going up there with your McCaffrey's, your cooks, your, uh, Kamara's Kamara's last year like this is this this is the same scenario of my girly analogy that could happen this year with him so if it's the eighth round you gotta like more than consider it you gotta like just click draft there's there's, like for me I'm at like for my rough like our rough league um I'm sitting at nine if Zeke falls to me at nine I am taking him okay I'm not like I'm not I have too many Cowboys fans around me, so I got to hate the Cowboys, right? So I'm not going to go with the Cowboys slander that Lance is trying to do over there, right? He's like, you know, chomping the lips to talk right now because I feel like he's going to slander my man, my man Zeke. But my man plays 16 games, all right? 979 yards, four touchdowns. The touchdowns, or no, six touchdowns. The touchdowns are low. Yes. Positive regression on touchdowns this year. I'm calling it. Oh, absolutely. Give me the over. If that's, I probably the touchdowns probably at, at seven or eight and a half. But give me the over on that. But we're talking like when when CV is talking about older, like the past Zeke, he's talking about 2019 Zeke, that 1300 yard, 12 touchdown Zeke. I think that he's going to get there. Even on a down year, he was, you know, his first three games had touchdowns, almost 100 yards. I understand you can't throw and, 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 and run the ball, but. Understand Dak just coming off an ankle injury. They're going to try and save his ankle by running the ball more. Then my next one is David Montgomery. Really just there's a lot of players that don't get enough credit. And I don't have his stats up right now. But I'm pretty sure he kind of was like 
top 10, maybe top seven RB in fantasy last year. And he's going in the third round, sometimes fourth, maybe even later. And like, I see this every year with David Montgomery. He legitimately just either gets lower and lower in his ADP or he stays around in the same place. And it's like, give this man some credit. I think it's going to be great value if he's your RB2. If you are in the fourth round and you have, say, another, let's just say, top tier one running back and a top tier wideout receivers in your second and third round. Like, give me that great team chemistry and uh, RBs with uh, a top tier running back and Dave Montgomery as my RB2 to kind of fill things out. Just put in. He, put, he was averaging over 20 points for the last six games, right through your playoffs, where you could have needed that. He was averaging 20 points for the, that time. And his lowest output was 18 on week 16. And I don't and even on re- top of that, there's not three wide receivers in Chicago. There's three wide receivers in Dallas. So if they've got to score points, you know they're not looking to Zeke. But in this case, David Montgomery was their option. And he probably will still be that for them this year, even if the rookie quarterback ends up going in and starting. There's going to be a lot of room for him. And that was the one thing I was going to point on. I don't even remember who the quarterback was, to be honest, uh, last year. Now with, you know, uh, Fields, hopefully it's a better offense. So honestly, I'm, I'm planting my flag. If you're in the fourth round, you're, you know, about to you need to make another rb selection take david montgomery if he produces like he did last year you're going to reap the benefits you heard it here first on roster up last on the values is lance take it away when i'm doing value picks i'm not looking for saving myself a half around three picks because ezekiel elliott fell to me at eight <laughs> Get out of here with that. He's not a top five running back. Second off. But, second but off. But we're talking about at the eighth pick, though. It's not value. You didn't get me anything. If Get he's, out of here with that. If he's, He'll be the fifth running back off the board still at eight. No, because Nick Chubb goes in front of him. Jonathan Taylor. No, Nick Chubb has not been. At any of our drafts, go back and look. Nick Chubb is not going in front of him. Worse than that, you've got Kelsey going. You've got Devontae no, Adams. No, no, no. no. And so you've got Hill. So, so I know every I now and then they throw in Jonathan Taylor. Somehow Jonathan Taylor gets bits. in front of him. Chomping up the bits. I want Pop. somebody with better, better value than that, right? <laughs> I want somebody who's going to get me top ten, uh, top ten points without me having to draft them in the top ten. I don't want top five running back, but I had to draft them top five. Get out of here. That's not a value. That's equal. Pause. So, I, a pause. I picked up one draft. I don't know. Oh, multi-flex. This was the one we just did. One, two. He was the eighth RB off the board at pit and who's picked in pick nine. Okay. So eighth RB off the board, right? And, and, I, and say and what, he gets top five. So he's moved five spots. He's moved three spots for you. I'm saying say he's he, top three. He's he has the potential to be. Top one my, or two. I value here, Brian Tannehill. Boy, he was top 10 uh, quarterback, and he's going 14th, 15th off the board. You can get him in the 11th and 12th round. That is the top value right there. 
you want somebody who put up more points than Tom Brady in the second half of the season in 2019, put up more points than Tom Brady through half of the season in 2020, this guy's going to do it. And now he's got Julio. He's not just feeding the rock to A.J. Brown. He's got Julio on the other side. Say he stays healthy, he's got Derrick Henry. It's not a good question on whether or not his offense is going to produce. I'm not talking about the third wide receiver on Dallas who's not going to put up 70 yards a game because he wasn't doing it to start with. I'm not talking about Ezekiel Elliott cutting down and somehow he's going to put up points while Michael Gallup is getting the points. Something's not adding up. They need 700 yards in that offense every single week in order for any of those fantasy things to actually play out. I'm talking about somebody you can get every game quarterback 14, 15 pick in your in the later rounds, not having to focus on the Russell Wilsons or focus on the the um, guy out of Buffalo. We're not talking about drafting those guys in the third, fourth round. We're talking about picking somebody up later on, and you could get all those value picks in the middle round and get a top 10 performance out of them. My Ooze, second one. Ooze, I don't know what we did, but we got him fired up today, boy. Outstanding. I, my second one. I don't want – if I don't get Kelsey, I don't want a tight end. I don't want Kyle Pitts. Get out of here with that. I don't want that upside because I don't want the downside when he actually doesn't perform. I, you, you heard all this stuff. Just uh, Winslow Jr. came out of college. Oh, he's the next coming to Antonio Gates. Guy goes into the lineup. Not the second coming Antonio Gates, I can tell you that much. He wasn't the second coming into Tony Gonzalez. He wasn't any of those guys. He had one good season under his belt, and he ended up becoming a journeyman. Secondly, we got Evan Ingram. Come on now. What team is he on now? The boy didn't do it in Detroit. He's not going to do it in uh, New York. He's not one of those things. So I don't want hyped up tight ends. I want somebody who's going to give me value. Robert Tunyon is going to give you that value. You can wait for him into the 11th, 12th round. He's out there still. He's the he's getting picked at 8-9. The boy was top five last year. And he's got Aaron Rodgers back. You don't have the question of, is Jordan Love going to be able to throw the ball? Is Jordan Love going to be able to see his own receivers? Does Jordan Love even know the offense? No, we got Aaron Rodgers, Mr. MVP, coming back. One more time, last dance, throwing it. So that's what I want. I want a value pick. I want top 10 production without having to pay the top 10 price. Don't give me that Ezekiel Elliott stuff. What did they put in this man's coffee today? Someone tell me. They put they put that cereal that Ezekiel Elliott has been <laughs> dieting off of. You know what? Just keep it going. Go ahead. Start it up with the rookies, Lance. You're Let's you're still rookies. on you're still on the on the mic. Let's go rookies. Rookies, Jamar Chase. I like. I like the big receiver coming out of there. I like the repertoire that they may have between him and uh, Burrow. I want to see Burrow produce. I want to see him actually turn it around, bounce back. And I want Chase to be that for him. They didn't have A.J. Green. I expect him to step into that role. And I expect him to be wide receiver number one, if not by starting day, by two, week two, week three. He's out there getting all those looks. And the defenses are, stout, are now starting to try to shade his way. The other one that I want is Javante Williams. I don't like Denver's running backs. I don't like them at all. Melvin Gordon, get out of here. Get rid of whoever's there. Put that boy in. He's going to get drafted in later in the rounds, right? He's out there in 10th and 11th. He's going to be top 15 running back. He's going to be there at the end of the year. And 
that's one of the running backs I'm looking for as a rookie. I'm not liking a lot of rookies. I like Rondell Moore, but I'm talking about drafting him in 15th or 16th. I'm not drafting him all the way up where I would draft Jamar Chase. And I'm definitely not drafting him where I'm drafting Williams. Those are my two picks. Ooze, I know you've been patiently waiting. Lance said a lot. We got a near full. This is the most I've seen this man animate in a couple of years, I think. Uh, Ooze, the floor is yours. I, I know you got to defend Kyle Pitts. I don't, I don't know. You can even talk about his value pick still. Go ahead. The floor is yours. I mean, for me, uh, I, I'm so confused, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused how this man went on a rant and started bashing all these players, right? <laughs> <laughs> but at, at the end of the day, I think one, I do love the, the Robert Tunyon pick. Yes, I, I love the Robert Tunyon pick, right? He had 11 touchdowns. I think he only had like 500 yards. He was a touchdown magnet when it came down to the red zone. So for value, when for someone that's not even getting looked at, um, I think that's a great pick. But when we talk, I mean, just we're going to bring him back to Zeke just for a little bit, right? <laughs> we just have to. This guy just really is hating on Zeke. And we're talking about a guy that is, you know, re- recount, right? We're, you know, Chris McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Kamara, Barkley, Taylor, Chubb, that's seven. And then Tyreek Hill goes in front of him. But this guy is going to rush for more yards than all, maybe five of them. I guarantee this year. And he's, his, his, his ADP at nine, 9.7 is not. Are we guaranteeing it like that over 31? <laughs> okay, we're, y'all, y'all really I just want to know because I'm pulling really, up DraftKings right now. I just want to do the under on that. Yeah, really getting me on this, <laughs> on this, you know, on this uh, preseason of 31. Right, I was hyped. Okay, he was, I was hyped. hyped. I believe him. I mean, I'm sorry, right. Lance. Would you have? I just want a hypothetical question. Would you take Austin Eckler and Zeke if that was and you're like the 12th pick and both of them fell to you? Would you be okay with that? Or would you just take no, no, no. That's a bad hypothetical. You're at the. I would take Zeke, but I'm not saying Zeke is a value, right? Twelfth pick. I'm like, that's where he belongs. (laughs) Pick. That's where he belongs. (laughs) That's where he belongs. I'm talking about. Look, you pick him. You pick him twelfth, right? You're talking what? RB nine, RB ten, maybe, maybe. Yes. RB nine. So, so Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, and Stephon Diggs is guaranteed getting in front of him. No, it wasn't like that all the time. But that's what you're Are saying. You that's what I'm saying, though, because you're after after the last running back, it's Tyreek Hill at eight point six, and Devontae Adams at eleven point two, and then Stephon Diggs might be sneaking in there. We lost so, nice. No, he's there. But yeah. I I get what you're saying. I've seen like I've done too many mock drafts, so I've seen Zeke kind of fall there sometimes. So it's not out of the realm of possibilities, but I'm just trying to figure out like where Lance's head is at. Like if he did fall to 12 and Lance was there at 12, you still have Eckler there most likely and Zeke. Would he be okay with that? But then I don't know. I'm just trying to gauge it by asking that question. If he falls anywhere after eight, that's value. For me, that's just value, but I regress. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I regress. 
So um, my rookie is also Jamar Chase. I'm not going to go back into that. Why? Again, I think um, a lot of coaching coaches and GMs are doing um, a service to their second year, first year quarterbacks um, and picking up their teammate that they have some success with at college. So Jamar Chase is one of them, uh, especially when you don't have AJ Green. You got Ty Higgins out there. John Ross didn't work out. Um, uh, and Tyler Boyd is, is at the number one, I think, at, at, at the time, at, right now. So uh, I like that as one of the rookies to draft. Kyle Pitts. I, I, I mean, Lance was out there just <laughs> bashing my guy. You know what I mean? I had to tell. I, I just had to. Just had to tell him. Daddy, chill. You know what I mean? Because he's just out there, just you know, mauling him, right? So when you talk about Kyle Pitts, there's no other really weapons there besides Kyle Pitts, all right, and Calvin Ridley. So when the last time that happened, it was Tony Gonzalez and who else? Julio Jones. They're bringing the duo back, okay? First, uh, there 40... was Roddy White back then. I don't think you oh, remember Roddy, Roddy White, but he Roddy definitely White, was number Roddy one White, receiver before, Roddy White, before Julio Roddy Jones White, took it over. Was, Roddy White was literally Calvin Ridley. It was a second guy. Oh, that he, was, he was a possession receiver. Calvin Ridley is not a possession he was, receiver. He was a he was a he was a broke, he was a rich man's uh Calvin Ridley. That's all he was. That's all he was. <laughs> Yeah, right. he was just winning me fantasy championships. That's oh. all he was. Calvin so, Ridley wouldn't do that for you. <laughs> so when I when I look at um, uh, Kyle Pitts, he's on his first year in August uh, in offense. Six six, big hands, fast dude. I think he ran like a four four. Um, and we're look when we look at him, we don't know his uh, body of work besides college, right? But we can. Where do you uh, play in college? Man, UNC. Who who do they play? I hope it was, I don't think it was. I, I don't think they play anybody good. Oh my god! I don't this think guy, he plays any loves ba- games early. What? Oh, so we're talking about a kid who's un un we are unknown, played against barely any competition. Uh huh. We're really hoping that he's going to do something. I think he's going. I think. All right, shine. shades of Tony Gonzalez. I hear it. Yeah, <laughs> he he don't like the shades of Tony Gonzalez. I'm telling you, he, he is. And when we look at his first four games. It's very weak on the DB side. I think it's very weak when you're talking about the Eagles, but not not the Buccaneers, but Eagles, Buccaneers, Giants, uh, football team, and then the Jets in week five. Then he has a week, then he has a bye week six. I think he can pop off those first first those first six weeks if he really uh can. And I think Matt Ryan, he's gonna try to string things together. I think this is gonna be his last year, even though they paid him, uh, but. One of my rookies is Kyle Pitts, my rookie at least. Oh man, that was that was something. Uh, I don't know the last time, like I said earlier, I don't know the last time I seen Lance this animated. But let me get into my rookies, and I'll start off must drafts. So I'm gonna go with this is kind of cheating here, but I'm gonna say all mid round rookie running backs take a shot on one of them as a flyer. Out. Yeah, man. Now, I say this because think of last year, Antonio Gibson, Jonathan Taylor, Swift. uh, I think there's one more. Now these guys are going in, some of them in the second round. Jonathan Taylor's in the first round. Deontay Swift's in the third round. If you're in a keeper league, that's like 
real easy keeper right there. And if you're hoping for some upside, I mean, if you just take one or two of them, maybe one pops off, maybe two of them pop off, and then you're kind of set to go in your RB. And RB is a very um, questionable spot sometimes because you got a lot of injury risk there and you got a lot of people, you know, running the ball and it's just a lot of miles you're putting yardage rather than mileage on your running back. So, I mean, running backs come and go much more uh, used than I could think other, you know, positions. So if you're out there mid rounds, you're looking at these running backs or maybe a veteran, depending on who the veteran is, maybe you just go with the upside with the mid round rookie running backs. My second one is St. Brown. I've been saying this before on the show. I don't know who they're throwing to in Detroit. And, you know, Jared Goff being there, he's got to throw to somebody. And let's not forget this man did go to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying he's going to have a Super Bowl uh, reoccurring season, but he'll, you know, there'll be some offense produced there in Detroit. So he does throw in a dome. He's, you know, in a new team, he's got to want to try and prove himself. So don't sleep on my man, St. Brown, this late going in drafts. Next up, we have the must draft section, and we'll try and run through these picks a little bit quicker since we're running short on time. But my two are Kelsey and Tom Brady. You guys know I've been preaching about Kelsey, especially, you know, later rounds. It's just like a whole one up on a position when it comes to tight ends. It's been very hard to navigate the tight end field for the past couple of years. And it's either like Lance said earlier, Kelsey's the answer. If not, you're probably going, you know, punting on tight end. With that being said, if it makes a good fit with your team, you're being fluid in your draft, or you have very good drafting strategy in your later rounds to make up for the fact that, you know, you lost your number one or second round pick, then Kelsey's a must draft player here. And then my second one, Tom Brady, he's going, I think ninth round, 10th round. And this guy, I can't remember like what it was, but it was like, 325 yards average in like the last six games like you know he had to get adopted to the offense this man went to the Super Bowl with a brand new team we're talking about the goat here if he has another one or two seasons take the value or the you know the yeah the value of Tom Brady and just capitalize on him throwing to Mike Evans basically all of Lance's team this past episode, Mike Evans, uh, Antonio Brown, and uh, Chris Godwin. So those are my must-draft players. Um, Ooze, you can go next. We still got to let Lance calm down and, you know, you guys can (laughs) comment on, you know, any of my, any of my picks. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I, one of my uh, must-drafts are, is, um, Travis Kelsey as, as well. So I'm going to add a little more for that Travis Kelsey pick. His ADP is 11.8, so he's going around that, you know, 10, 11, 12 pick in the first round. Um, this guy has had his past six seasons are over 1,200 yards per season. 
insane for a tight end, right? So you want you want he's going to keep that streak going. You you want to get that you know you want to have that piece of the pie uh, with a high octane uh, offense with um, Pat Mahomes, um, Tyreek Hill, McCall Hardman. You know what I mean? They, they're always willing to share the rock to to um, Travis Kelsey. So for me, having you know, if you're picking the later rounds in the first round, Travis Kelsey is probably the one spot, one guy that you you know. If I for me being in a nice spot. I might, you know, go up and go get him. You know what I mean? If I really don't trust or or even not even trust or believe that, you know, I can get a running back in the second round, early second round. So my second one, so my second one was um, Kenny Galladay. Um, Kenny Galladay, not last season, but the season before, had a great season at, at Detroit. You know, he got injured last year, so he didn't really do anything. Uh, had a 1,000 yards. Uh, in 2019, had a thousand yards. In uh, 2018, I'm looking for him, hoping that Danny. I mean, today, Danny Dimes got dragged through the mud. All right, because there was a there's a video out there of him just throwing straight into a linebacker's hands. Thankfully, he didn't catch it, but it's it's, it's not looking good over there right now. And I have him picking. I ha- I have the Giants winning the division, but I regress. Um, I'm trying to get the uh, the thousand yard Kelly Goddard day pick uh, in there, and uh, he has to be a must shot for you. Love it, love it, love it. Kenny G was uh, a candidate for my bounce back players. We're not doing this segment, but that was well, one of yes. my picks. But um, he did burn me last year. But like we've been saying on the show, please try and forgive uh, fantasy players that have burned you, especially when the opportunity is there. So Lance has finally calmed down, cooled off a bit. I think we, we might be in store for another ramp, but hit us off with your must uh, no. Yeah, must draft picks. Yeah, my must drafts, uh, they're ones that I uh I'm looking for in that that draft in that uh round that I typically would expect them to be. Uh, so one of my big ones, Mr. Able to juke any cornerback out of his shoes, Keenan Allen. So sharp in his turns, so good in his cuts, so good with his hands and twisting his body. I love the work that he does. And when you're getting them at the end of the second round or sometimes in the turn into the third, that's a value that you just can't turn up for somebody who's going to consistently put up 1,100 yards, close to 100 catches. And there's nobody else on that team that's going to compete with him for that number one wide receiver right now. Um, Another one. Mr. 300 touchdown, uh, 30 touchdowns a year. Last four years, averaging 30 touchdowns. Hasn't gone under that total. Russell Wilson, he's typically sitting in there in round five and six. He's there after Dak. He doesn't have the injury risk that we're worried about. Is Dak back? Does Dak have a problem with his uh, shoulder? Does he have some other problems that they're talking about? We're talking about somebody who's going to put up 30 touchdowns going to get you those running yards, going to get you those points. And he seems to do it no matter how bad Pete Carroll staffs that team, no matter how bad the Seahawks don't put weapons around him. Whether let, he's got to run it back or he doesn't, he's putting up those numbers. Let Russ cook, everyone. The theme from last year, and it continues. You heard it here first with Lance. Let Russ cook. Love Keenan Allen as well, especially with Justin Herbert now. Um Who's why don't you start us off with the busts? 
So my first bus is the red rifle. Okay. I I hope Matt Aggie or Naggy or Baggy doesn't start this guy week one. Okay. He he's on he's on his third team in his third year for a reason, right? He's he he went he went he wasn't winning anything or getting knocked out of the first round in the Bengals. Gotta get him out of there. He was the backup over there in, at, at the Cowboy Stadium. We'll get him out of there. Now he's at. Now he's at. The, he's backing up. He was backup, or um, he's in competition with not him, but also Mitch Trubisky. Garbage, Garbarzio, right? So you bring in this young talent, Justin Fields, Ohio State guy. Why not just say, hey? We just we're gonna start fresh. We're not gonna keep using and, and oh wait, Nick Foles is over there too. You know what I mean? So like, let's not be these guys are gonna, gonna repeat the past and keep failing. I don't think he's gonna do anything. So that's one of my busts out there. It's an easy bust to be honest because I I don't think he's being drafted in leagues. But if you're even thinking about it, don't do it. Number two, Zach Moss. The reason why I have Zach Moss as one of the busts is here. Yes, he's a second-year player. Yes, he's going to have the starting role at Buffalo Bills. But, but he's sharing the role. I think it's going to be a 50-50 split with the, uh, Devin Singletary, and they don't run the ball well. I don't know if it's the offense. I'm pretty sure it's the offensive line or it's the scheme. But, he, like, I'm not sitting here drafting this guy just for me to – for him to average – 30 yards a game, you know, I'm not doing that. So for me, those are my two busts for the, for uh, the season. Outstanding. Outstanding. Um, I'm going to give my one bust because me and Lance share a similar bust and it contradicts one of Uzi's earlier picks. So let me get into my first one. Melvin Gordon is my bust. Um, Lance had touched on it earlier with Javante Williams as his rookie kind of taking over that role, possibly being a 15 or a top 15 uh, running back in fantasy. And I kind of, what I try to do is, or at least I try to do is compare things to, you know, recent um, situations that just happened. So I gave my Todd Gurley pick from a couple years ago to, make that analogy with Zeke. I'm going to give another Todd Gurley <laughs> analogy to pair this up with Melvin Gordon because uh, I think he was still going in the sixth round last year, Todd Gurley, and he basically ended up being a bust for a lot of people on a lot of teams. So I kind of see the same thing where Melvin Gordon's going in the sixth round and you kind of still want to hold on to those, uh, you know, his coattails when he was a number like, you know, first round pick and, you know, was flowing with the chargers. So in that aspect, he's getting older. They brought in a rookie. Yeah. They paid him, but I don't want to be fooled by hanging on to basically prior years, like long ago where he was a first round pick. I kind of want to move away from that. And maybe I take my shot on Javante Williams and you know, even if it doesn't pay dividends in the first four games, like Goose was saying, maybe it'll pay dividends come playoff time. You know, maybe Melvin Gordon gets phased out of that role and whatnot. 
So this next pick, me and Lance share similar, Michael Thomas. And uh, I'll let him speak on it and we'll all chime in because this basically goes against a value pick of ooze. Yeah, so Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas, no matter where you draft him, unless you're drafting him in the 14th, 15th, 16th round, do not draft him staff, uh, stash. There's no way it's going to pay off for you. There's no way that giving up a fourth round pick, a fifth round pick for somebody who's still going to be starting on your team for the first five weeks, which Michael Thomas won't be even playing for the first five weeks. Nothing's going to give you what you need there. Maybe if somehow you traded and got seven players before you even drafted the first round, sure. But that doesn't happen in the real world. I don't know who you're drafting with if you've got that. The other setup problem is A.J. Green was somebody for the last two years people were drafting and stashing. Two years, you got burnt. Two years. And he is the A.J. Green this year. You want to know why? You have Ooh. no idea who's throwing on the ball. Ooh. At least we could name Ooh. a nickname for Andy Dalton. There was the Red Rocket. What do we have? Jameis Winston? What is he? He's the 30-30 guy. He throws oh, 30 interceptions, no. throws 30 touchdowns. I don't even think he'll get anywhere near that number. Hey, he threw more just touchdowns than Kirk Cousins, though. <laughs> <laughs> he threw more touchdowns than Kirk Cousins, though. Hey, our yeah, bet is not Kirk less, Cousins and Jameis Winston, less though. points than Kirk Cousins. All those mm-hmm. interceptions do count. <laughs> and worse than Cousin. that. And then James, James got his eyes fixed, okay? <laughs> he, got, yeah. he, got, he got LASIK. He got LASIK <laughs> after that season. Yeah. yeah. He and did. he still can't beat out Tyson Hill, the, oh, the perennial tight end. Get out of here. He can't beat a tight end out for the quarterback spot. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, yeah. anyway, a starting quarterback drafted in the first round, got booted from his own team. I don't like the odds of either Tyson Hill or Jameis Winston being there and throwing the rock if he comes back healthy. Mind you, you got you know booted what for one of the greatest qu- quarterbacks of all time, Tom Brady. You know what happens when these wide receivers sit out for five, six weeks? They come back, pull the hammy. That's the last thing you need. He's got a problem with his foot, and then he's going to pull his hammy when it comes back. You might get one, two good weeks out of him. But is that worth a fifth-round, sixth-round pick? Is that worth an eighth or ninth? That's not even worth a 14th to me. So he's going to be a bust unless for some reason he's your Mr. Irrelevant in your draft. Oh, wow. <laughs> Damn, we're going that far in the draft, Mr. Irrelevant? 256? We got him fired up again. Oh my God! Just to let you guys know, we're I'm on I'm on the side here, watching uh, the preseason games that started at 7:30 today, and met, oh, Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic out here throwing them dimes to Logan, <laughs> throwing them dimes uh, to Logan Thomas, boy. Uh, oh, this is looking spicy this season. I can't wait. So I Logan Thomas, wait. he's he's one of those uh, tight I, ends who yeah. you can get later in the draft. Yes, yes. yes so this yes. this brings me right into my second bust, Darren Waller. No, Darren no, Waller. no, no. Darren Waller. Here's <laughs> yeah. the problem with Darren Waller. Uh, the boy is not going to produce second round, third round points for a tight end. Are you kidding me? You're talking about second round wide receivers, third round wide receivers, where you're hoping that they are, they're earning you 16, 17 points a game. You know what tight end does that for you? Kelsey. You know what tight end doesn't? Anybody after Kelsey. <laughs> Nobody's getting you 16 points a game. So what you're trading what you're trading is 16 points down to you can get Logan Thomas, and what is he going to get you? 
maybe 10 points a game on average. You're going mean, to get pretty good. Tunyon, I mean, he did, he, get you he, 10 he, points a game. He, he did, he did uh, have back-to-back 1,000-yard uh, receiving yards uh, seasons. So nine touchdowns last season. I don't yeah, know how that – I don't know I'm how not, that's a bust. I'm not looking – he's not going to do that every season. He, has he, done he hasn't done seasons. that every season yet. He's done that for the past two seasons. He's done when nine he, touchdowns for the past two seasons? No, nine touchdowns uh, um, last year in 2020. And then he had three touchdowns the year before, but he had a oh. thousand. He had oh. he had eleven. So is there a regression in? Is there a regression in in the mix? He had three touchdowns with the same amount of yards, and now he's got nine touchdowns. That seems like he had. How's that regression? Isn't that progression? If in twenty nineteen he had eleven hundred. That sounds like an anomaly. That sounds like he's got he's got to come back down to earth. And you're going to draft him in the second round, like so, somehow he's the second coming to Gronk. Get out of here. He is not worth a second round pick. He's not worth a third round pick. If you can get him in the sixth, take him. I'm not saying he's a 16th round like Thomas, but he's certainly not a second round like he's Kelsey. So Travis Kelsey in 2019 had 1,200 yards and five touchdowns. Then last year had 1,400 yards and 11 touchdowns. Is that Lamini too? It could be. Oh, this guy. I, I don't typically it, like to draft a, a tight end in the first round. I wasn't the one that put him on a must draft. Yo, and and guess that was what, you. Guys? And guess that what? was you. And guess what, guys? Me and Lance are on the same roster up in the <laughs> fantasy team. We're managing this one team. I, I don't know. This is crazy. I don't know how we're going to do it, guys. I don't know how we're going to do it. Uh, we're going to be changing passwords on each other. We're oh, be... my God. This is insane. I, was, I am leading. So just for you. Just for you guys' benefit, all our listeners, we have roster up media. We have a bunch of teams, um, you know, being covered, and we're doing a fantasy league. You know, that was a great idea by Ooze. I got to lead it because, you know, host of the season long, and I had the greatest idea, being a little devil's advocate, put these two together on one team and have them draft together and deal with each other all season long. And this is just great. Guys, that's our show, but I just want to wrap up with it's been great hearing these arguments for these different players, these back and forth. And what I want our listeners to do is take this, you know, dissect it in your own brain and kind of just don't just side with one person because maybe you like them. Actually take what we took, you know, said for granted and make your own narrative, uh, spin things your own way, you know, take a chance on a player that we brought up as a rookie or as a value or as a sleeper, or maybe you totally disagree and you're going to stash Michael Thomas and keep him because he's not going to be a bust. Um, there's plenty of things to gain from this episode and plenty of gain things to gain from us each and every single week. So that was our episode. We appreciate your time. Thanks for listening. Lance has been on the, the whatever juice Bane is on basically tonight. Yeah, C9 pre-workout. So we need him to go like take a breather. And you know, we'll be back Monday with another mock draft Monday, baby. Let's go. Have a good one, guys. Remember, don't take Thomas. <laughs> this episode brought to you by the Roster of Media Network, home to tangible insights for the NFL and fantasy sports. Check us out at rosterofmedia.com.